Welcome to Call Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Call Sports! I am your man, that man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. And on this episode, Fista Cuffs Fly Tonight. We're also going to award the total of the week, and we're going to put a worthy subject upon further view. I think we're going to give it a little bit of time to let the subject breathe. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline Las Vegas. Adrian Bronner, who just simply cannot escape trouble, is added once again. So earlier this week, he was on the Las Vegas Strip. And he got into a fight. There was video that was obtained by TMZ that showed Bronner taking pics with fans. And then all of a sudden, he just snapped. So as the former world champion tried to walk away, a female companion comes to calm him down. But Bronner doesn't want any part of that. He shoves her aside. Once that happened, there was a guy that approached him and then Bronner knocked him out cold. <sighs> the promise that this guy shows seems to be wiped out with incidents like these. Dateline Las Vegas Again Now let's not talk about the McGregor Mayweather fight That was a great circus side show This is a fight Canelo Alvarez and Gennady Golovkin Get it on For the undisputed middleweight championship Tonight at the T-Mobile Center Now this is the fight That has people thinking of one 32 years ago between Thomas Hitman Hearns and Marvelous Marvin Hagler. And for those who did not know how that fight went down, quite simply put, it was straight up a brawl. People are saying that we're going to be seeing that type of fight. And people are split as to how this fight is going to go down. Take, for instance, the heavyweight champion, Anthony Joshua. Quote, I've been riding with Canelo for a long time, but it's going to be a tough fight because Triple G has the good foundations of a boxer, but so has Canelo. So I'll put my money on him. Close quote. Now, the writer of this piece, Josh Katsowitz, says, quote, Alvarez has never faced anybody with the thudding power of Golovkin. And though Alvarez's chin has not yet been seriously dented, Golovkin will put him in trouble late in the fight. Alvarez will survive until the end, but Golovkin will give him the hardest fight of his life. Give it to Golovkin by unanimous decision. Close quote. Dateline Los Angeles. So that was a wonderful... <laughs> NFL game between the Indianapolis Colts and hmm, I just simply can't remember the team and neither could the Colts head coach Chuck Pagano because after the 46 to 9 butt whooping in the post game press conference he had this to say quote we got our kicked and credit the 49ers and coach McBay close quote uh hmm Ah, email Chuck Pagano. Subject of email. Geography lesson. Body of email. Chuck, when you're in the Memorial Coliseum that actually has the city on the building, then you know you're not in San Francisco because it says the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. And when you see a team that wears blue, white, 
and gold. That's not the 49ers. No. That's the Los Angeles Rams. 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 So I know you got the brakes beaten off of you by the Rams, but know that you play the 49ers later this year. So don't give the 49ers credit for the butt woman they'll place on you just yet. But credit the team that puts you on a plane to Indianapolis with a sword behind. And they reside in Los Angeles. Cole Johnson. Cole Sports. ColeSports.com. Cole at ColeSports.com. Dateline, New York City. So last week we talked about how the six-game suspension from Ezekiel Elliott was put on hold with a temporary restraining order by a Frisco, Texas judge. Earlier this week, the NFL decided to appeal that decision. What that also said was that they wanted to expedite that appeal and the ruling is possibly going to come down before the end of September. And why is it possible that they may get their way? Well, there's three reasons why that possibly is the case. Number one, they're banking on the fact that they hope the Court of Appeals sees that the NFL Players Association jumped the gun. Now, why do they say that? They say it from this reason. Quote, when a CBA or collective bargaining agreement provides an arbitration proceeding as the exclusive and final remedy for a claimed breach, the employee may not resort to the courts until that procedure has run its course. Close quote. Then we go to the second reason why this actually might happen. The lawsuit that Ezekiel Elliott filed, well, he's going to eventually lose it anyway. Now, I don't need to tell you, there's a big-time case that happened two years ago where it was Deflategate. Brady said he was going to push this to the Supreme Court. He ultimately did not. He did get an overturn of that suspension before the NFL appealed to a higher court and reinstituted this suspension. But the NFL still wore egg on his face because Brady held the Lombardi Trophy in the air the year he got suspended. Oops. But the NFL is very powerful and almost undefeated in court. So that actually might happen. And then there is number three. The lawsuit that Ezekiel Elliott filed is begging every suspended player to sue the NFL. I want to see this. Why? Because it is time that the NFL Players Association realize that they are a bunch of wimps. And I think they actually do not seemingly own any type of headwear such as a brain. How are you going to give the power of any type of suspension that was levied upon the NFL to the NFL? Why could they not fight for a third party to rule over suspensions and any type of infractions? To me, that is an open and shut understanding in case, but not to the NFL Players Association. No. Dateline Cincinnati. So after the Texans were overrun by the Jaguars to the tune of 10 sacks in their 29-7 butt whooping, six in the first half, Coach Bill O'Brien of the Houston Texans decided to go with the rookie that they drafted in April, Mr. Deshaun Watson. Thursday, he went for a paltry 15 of 24 for 125 yards. But the two key things, well, three key things were, one, he didn't turn over the ball. Two, he actually ran for a 49-yard touchdown. And three, he got out of the stadium with a W. Watson told the NFL Network the following after the win. Quote, 
I just knew I had to make a play. It was in the two minute mode. So my feet is always good in two minute mode. And I just seen a hole and tried to make something happen. Close quote. I believe that the Texans may have found their very first franchise quarterback. Dateline Cleveland. The Cleveland Indians had their 22-game winning streak snapped by the Kansas City Royals. After the 4-3 loss to the Royals, Progressive Field was all abuzz, and they gave the Indians a standing ovation at the end of the game. And the Indians returned in kind by giving them a tip of a cap and a curtain call. We say this to you. When I come back, we're going to talk about the White House getting into sports. Uh Oh, stick to sports crowd. But immediately following the break, we're going into the dolt of the week waters next. You want to see the media appearances that Cole Johnson has made? ColdSportsWithAZ.com You want to read the books that he has written? ColdSportsWithAZ.com You want to speak on air? Be my guest? ColdSportsWithAZ.com You want to visit the private room where you can make your voice heard? ColdSportsWithAZ.com You want to read a free book? The Five Greatest Quarterbacks in NFL History? ColdSportsWithAZ.com You want to check out any products that are sold like bags, books, and shirts? ColdSportsWithAZ.com You want to check out any of those things and past episodes of this brand just simply come on down to cole sports with the z.com and check us out cole sports available on cole sports with the z Johnson here, your tour guide is about to bring you to your next Dolt of the Week. Dolt of the forget it. The winner of this episode's Dolt of the Week is... Houston Texans linebacker Brian Cushing. 
Why is he getting this award, you may ask? I am so glad that came from your lips. Well, you see, VIP, Mr. Cushing gets this award because he failed the drug policy instituted by the NFL. Mr. Cushing, number 56 of the Houston Texans, the middle linebacker for the squad, tested positive for PEDs a second time in his career. Now, when you're tested a PEDs the first time, you would think you'd learn your lesson and not go back to the wheel, right? But Cushing had to go back to it, obviously. And it is a significant blow to the Texans, considering that they got their butts mollywopped last Sunday, 29-7 to the Jaguars at home. The team would need all the help it could get, but not the type of help that Cushing is going to give. You see, the problem has been after his stellar 2009 season where he just simply put forth a stellar rookie of the year performance. His career has been up and down, checkered and littered with injury after injury. And of course, sandwiched in between that, a positive PED test. Well, back in 2010, he was suspended for games because he tested positive for HCG, which is a fertility drug. What he got suspended for this time, it has not been issued. Now, Cushing says that he's not going to appeal that decision. And he's going to serve that suspension all the way until the last Sunday in November when the Texans play the Ravens. Cushing's lawyer, Harvey Steinberg, had this to say about the incident and on his client's behalf. Quote, He is aware of the negative impact he has had on his team and most important, his fans. It is with the deepest remorse that he humbly apologizes to his fans, teammates, and coaches. Close quote. Now, I understand that your career is pretty much now on the downturn, but if you're going to be on the field, man, don't be this generation's Bill Romanowski. We don't need that, man. We need that fire, but we need it clean. So stop hurting your team, but more importantly, man, stop hurting your wife and your children. Stop hurting them with the bad decisions you're making, because this isn't the first time you've done this. Obviously, because you're now being suspended for 10 games, but you know better than this, man. You are a leader on the team. You are an elder statesman to the Texans. You should not make that type of decision. And not only are you going to lose 10 games, you're going to lose upwards to what, $4 million? Was the drug worth it? And when you're sitting at home for the next two months and two weeks, think about that. When I come back, we're going to go ham on the White House and a certain journalist. Be right back. Hi, I'm Cole Johnson of Cole Sports. But when I'm not on Cole Sports, I'm on another show called Revelations. You can find it at shows.pippa, spelled P-I-P-P-A dot I-O, forward slash revelations. Come on down and you can listen to different people, men and women, share what it means to be a human doing, not just a human being, and show how they 
can shape a better place for you and me. Go to shows.pippa.io forward slash revelations because it is the place where we communicate truth to power and it also is the place where we change the world one conversation at a time. So join us. Revelations this and every Tuesday, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Pippa.io. up on the next episode of cold sports we're going to talk about canelo versus triple g how was the fight and how was the reception of the fight from casual fans along with the hardcore fans of boxing we're also going to a little bit break down week two of the nfl we're going to talk about the hunt for october award the dolt of the week and of course we're going to put another subject upon for the review but see that is for next week we're talking about this week and we're going to Talk about a subject that has been the hottest thing in sports all week. And upon further review. Quote. Donald Trump is a white supremacist who has largely surrounded himself with other white supremacists. The height of white privilege is being able to, quote, ignore, close quote, his white supremacy because it's of no threat to you. Well, it's a threat to me. Trump is the most ignorant, offensive president of my lifetime. His rise is a direct result of white supremacy, period. Close quote. Now, those words were tweeted this past Monday from ESPN's personality, ESPN SportsCenter 6's own Jamel Hill. Now, once it got filtered and infiltrated into the White House, the press secretary, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, stepped up to the podium, addressed those tweets, and fired off that Jamel Hill's tweets are a... Quote, fireable offense. Close quote. I'm going to make this disclaimer before I continue. This is going to anger all of you. The White House sentiment is correct. Why is it correct? Not because it's stated by the White House, but is correct by ESPN and how they have been in their recent history. Take, for example, Mr. Hank Williams Jr. Some of you may now know him because he now is singing the Monday Night Football theme again. But six years ago, he got the axe because of this comment right here when he was on Fox and Friends. Quote. That would be like Hitler playing golf with Netanyahu, not hardly in the shape this country's in. Close quote. Now, that was in reference to when President Barack Obama and former Speaker of the House John Boehner were playing golf together. ESPN decided to distance themselves from those comments and from Williams Jr. immediately. Kurt Schilling, former pitcher, possible Hall of Famer, former ESPN talent as well. He decided to make a meme 
or at least pass along a meme in response to the North Carolina law that barred transgender people from using bathrooms and locker rooms that do not correspond with their birth genders. He supported it, but he spoke to those who were against that with a meme that showed an overweight man wearing a wig and women's clothing with parts of the t-shirt cut out to expose his quote breast close quote and the meme said quote let him in to the bathroom with your daughter or else you're a narrow-minded judgmental unloving racist bigot who needs to die close quote to that this is what Schilling had to add quote A man is a man, no matter what they call themselves. I don't care what they are, who they sleep with. Men's room was designed for the penis. Women's not so much. Now you need laws telling us differently? Pathetic. Close quote. Mr. Schilling was shown the door after that meme. And that was last year. This year, another ESPN personality, one that is a stalwart member, Miss Linda Cohn, who has hosted SportsCenter for nearly 25 years and over 5,000 times. When she was on the New York radio show Bernie and Sid, she had this to say about ESPN's spinning habits and fate of the future of its direction. Quote, that's definitely a percentage of it. I don't know how big of a percentage, but if anyone wants to ignore that fact, they're blind. Close quote. Now, what is it that she's referring to? Well, she's referring to the falling subscription rates that ESPN has suffered. Now, President Donald Trump mentioned that they're losing subscription rates by the millions because of the politics that they believe. Now, why do I mention Miss Cohn? I mention her because she recently was suspended for those very comments. And she also went on to say that ESPN is no longer speaking to their core base. Why am I mentioning these statements? Well, yeah, she got suspended this week. These statements were made in April. So we're going to sit on these statements for almost five months and then suspend them. See, that's where I have the problem. The issue that I'm having with all of this is people are looking at this as a black, white thing, Republican, Democrat thing, liberal, conservative thing. And it is none of those things. Racism is not really at play here. And to Jamel Hill's comments, I really don't think that Donald Trump is a white supremacist. But Cole, he has people who have documented themselves to actually be white supremacists in their practices. I hear that. Yes, but Trump is not a white supremacist. You know what Trump is? He is a greedy politician. (laughs) He's going to go where the bread is buttered. And I find it laughable on his part because he's going to call the task someone on being forthright with their tweets, whereas he has tweeted that Barack Obama is not a, a naturalized American citizen, that he's written in newspapers that the Central Park Five should be put away when of course all of them were not guilty of the crime that they were alleged to commit among other things that's all well and good and that's fine but the man will bend over backwards if you're about his name he's greedy he's a politician and he is self-centered if the nation of islam were to have said you know what donald trump is our man and we're gonna back him trump would be on the first thing smoking to chicago to shake farah khan's hand Because that is the type of man Trump is. If you're for him, he'll be backing you. He doesn't care about color. He just wants you to support him. And if you back him, he's good with you. If you don't back him, he's going to eviscerate you. And how this is escaping so many people because you're painting this all by politics 
and color lines is ridiculous. You're dealing with a man who is in over his head. No question about that. That's the only place where I disagree with Miss Hill. I don't think he is a white supremacist. I do think he is an opportunist. I do think he is greedy. I do think that he has his ways about life and he has his opinions about life that may not be politically correct. And unfortunately, those who subscribe to white supremacist ways seem to back him. And since they're willing to back him, he's willing to go with that support. The fault is not with Trump because really that response doesn't surprise me. Twitter, you know, that's how he responds. That's number one. Number two, Jamel, this is to you. You are mature enough to understand not just the fact that you represent ESPN. You know that, but you are mature enough to also understand that you cannot feed the trolls. You got people who have egg avatars who are just coming upon where you are, where you respond, and they're egging you on to respond. They want you to say stuff that gets you off air because, heck, they're going to say to you because you're a woman, because you're not a journalist, because you're not white, because you're not blonde, that you don't belong on the sports sphere because you don't know what you're talking about, because you're boring, because you suck, because you don't have what it takes to be on ESPN. We don't want to hear that. You know all of this, yet you feed the trolls. Stop feeding the trolls. You sh- you have enough class in you to just simply say, well, thank you for your opinion. Move forward and keep it pushing. You earn seven figures. They aren't. It isn't worth your time. It isn't worth your energy. It isn't worth your brain power to tell off anybody who seems to want to make sure that they know you in their mind suck. So forget them. Do you. You've been at this business almost 20 years. Do you. You know what it takes. You're there now. You got two and a half more years of being an ESPN Sports Center 6 co-anchor. Be you and swim in it. But don't don't lure yourself to that. You don't deserve that. Not at all. And to the ultimate culprits in all of this, the Entertainment and Sports Programming Network. Yes, ESPN. You are at fault in this. If you fired those two men, then you got to fire Jamel Hill. However, Hank Williams Jr. and Kurt Schilling did not deserve to be fired. You're making the right decision in not firing Jamel Hill, but you should have made that right decision with with Williams Jr. and with Schilling as well. You are in so the wrong because you have so many people who are saying, well, hey, look, you fired these people who spoke ill about a Democratic president. Here's a personality who spoke ill, even though it was in a private setting, who spoke ill about a conservative president, and you didn't even suspend her. The standard is wrong that you're employing ESPN. What you should do is either fire her or hire back Schilling and actually in a blanketed statement say, you know what? We rushed the judgment with these firings. And in the light of what Jamel Hill has done, we understand that we should not have fired either person. You already got it right with one. You should get it right with the other. And you should not take four and a half months to suspend somebody for making comments that are detrimental to your company. I'm a fan of it being right. And what is right is Jamel should not be suspended. She should have been pulled aside and said, you know, you represent us. You can't say stuff like that. And she shouldn't feed the trolls, period. So, no, I don't think Trump is a white supremacist. No, I don't think Jamel was completely forthright. Now, she put forth a journalistic spin on it, but I don't think it was fully correct. But most importantly, ESPN, you are at complete fault in this because you have fired others who have spoken ill of the president and you didn't fire Miss Hill for speaking ill of the president. That is a backwards decision by you not to fire her, but to set a precedent saying that you're going to not stand for those types of comments when it's uttered.
I'm saying the same thing to you as I said to Jamel. Don't feed the trolls. What did the what did the both of you do? You fed the trolls. Congratulations for feeding the trolls. If you happen to like this episode or any episode you've heard thus far, a special, an interview, or a regular show like this one, why don't you follow me on Cold Sports with a Z dot com? That's Cold Sports with a Z dot com. Check out the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. That book is on ColdSportsWithAZ.com. Check out that VIP room that I have exclusively on ColdSportsWithAZ.com. Media appearances. The media reel. ColdSportsWithAZ.com. The books that I have written. ColdSportsWithAZ.com. You can shop for a shirt, hats, bags, cups, mugs, all of that. You want to check out past episodes that you want to hear or ones that you haven't heard? and you have this inkling of what did I say about this particular subject matter, you can look at that and check me out on ColdSportsWithAZ.com. That's ColdSportsWithAZ.com. You can check out me and all of the splendor of this brand on ColdSportsWithAZ.com. And as I've always said, VIP, it doesn't matter where you listen to me, how you listen to me, or when you do. I just want you to do this one simple thing. One simple thing. That is to enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson, and this is... You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson. The preceding episode is dedicated to those who survived and perished during Hurricane Irma. Our prayers are with you and a speedy recovery for a quick rebuild to get things back to normal.